Welcome to the Optimal Bio Podcast. At Optimal Bio, we don't just balance your hormones, we balance your whole body. Our conversations range from nutrition to medicine with an emphasis on wellness tips to support your health journey. If you like what you hear, find us on the web at optimalbio.com and follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Thank you for joining another episode of the Optimal Bio podcast. I'm Tyler Brannon, CEO of Optimal Bio. And today I am joined with Nick Smith, the founder of Apollo Gum. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Excited to be here. Yeah. I can't wait to learn more about gum. And because I'm someone who used to like swear by chewing gum, chewed it all the time. Mm. I stopped. So maybe you'll convince me to start again. Um, so let's just start a little bit like who you are and, mm-hmm. you know, how did you decide, hey, I want to start a gum company? Yeah. Well, I I studied finance and entrepreneurship in college. Mm-hmm. And you might wonder how, how can somebody, you know, major in entrepreneurship? Because when you're, when you're starting a company and you're having conversations with investors, you don't hand them a degree in entrepreneurship. They want to see the proof of work and, you know, the value you have with your idea mm-hmm. and how you can apply that capital and execute on the idea. So... That was more so out of curiosity and mm-hmm. wanting to learn about innovation and tinkering and things like that. So that was the entrepreneurship side of then yeah. finance was just to have a general awareness of numbers and data and how how the business side of things work. Yeah, I think anyone and everyone should get a business degree. I don't care if you're going to be a doctor, a lawyer, what have you, that... Obviously, you're going to learn when you're in it, but just having that foundation is so critical. I wish I was a business major, but mm-hmm. I wasn't. But here we are, you know. So I love that. And why did you pick entrepreneurship and finance at the age of, you know, 18? Yeah. I really connected with one of the professors mm-hmm. and he he was just that guy who, you know, if you see any movie or TV show about a college scene where a student really connects with the professor and they're interesting and they're the professor that'll get a beer with you, you know, at the local, at the local pub or just, you know, walk you through ideas and really just kind of come alongside you and help your learning curve. Uh, This professor was that for me and the ultimately the reason why I became an entrepreneurship major. That's awesome. That's really cool. And so you graduated college Mm -hmm. and then what did you do after that? I went into a traditional finance consulting job, left that after a few months, was ready to to get onto newer and different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the job I've had the past few months was, uh, or sorry, the past few years was focused on commodity trading. So that background with finance and then specifically certain types of commodities focused in agriculture mm-hmm. helped me have an understanding um, about how this gum is harvested, which we'll get into later because it's it's very natural. It's not artificial or chemical. So, And that's the thing. Any experience is going to build on itself. Mm-hmm. Especially like one of my sisters, she's starting college in the fall and she's like, I don't know what my major should be. I don't know what I want to do. And I'm like, Lily, you're 18. Like no one knows, right? right. And the biggest thing is just putting in the work, learning, and then just building upon that, right? Mm-hmm. And then it all kind of comes together, whether it makes sense in two years, five years, 10 years, it all makes sense. Right. Well, and and it's great if people know they want to specialize. That's awesome. But I think trying things and figuring out what you don't like is good because being a journalist, we forget that being a journalist can be a great thing. Mm-hmm. The Greeks were a journalist. They studied mm-hmm. math, science, philosophy, all of that informed their lifestyle, their art. And that's why, you know, so much of Western society is influenced by them because of the liberal arts. Right. I know 
learning about your gum a little bit, it brought me back to school, like Greek mythology and yeah. Roman. And I'm like, goodness. And I think we forget just in our everyday, how mm-hmm. structured we are based on that time. Yeah. Our country is so young here in the US. Um, we don't really know what it's like to have ancient practices. You know, we're only a few generations old. And when you go to New York City and Washington, D.C. and look at the buildings, a lot of it is built on the Greco-Roman architecture. Exactly. Very much Greek roots. Yeah. So since you brought up, you know, Greece, let's mm-hmm. jump into Apollo gum. Yeah. So why gum and why gum from Greece? It's it's interesting. Gum is probably more a part of everyone's lives mm-hmm. than they like to admit. Um, you know, whether you're walking to work or riding the subway, driving or working out or um, just as kind of an afternoon pick me up. If you don't want to have a soda or anything, you just put some gum in and it's a little bit of a, a boost to get you from the three to five mm-hmm. hours if, if that's what your work entails. But for me, um, I read about this online mm-hmm. a few years ago and was just curious and went to this island. Yeah. The island's called Hios, Greece, and it's the fifth largest Greek island, but it's very rural. Okay. And they are known for producing this resin, this dried sap called mastic. Mm-hmm. And so I, I went over there, I met with the farmers, met with the growers, started talking with them and just learned. Yeah. And came back and decided I want to commit myself to this venture and bringing this to the United States. Yeah. And that's how we got here. That's so cool. I love that. Mm-hmm. So let's start with, you met with the farmers. Mm-hmm. And so... Where do you get the sap and what is the process from being on the farm to in one of your containers? Sure. Well, the these trees only grow on this island in Greece okay. because of the special climate and then the, the nutrient-rich soil, the minerals in the soil, because there were volcanoes, active mm-hmm. volcanoes there at some mm-hmm. point. So you could grow this tree elsewhere, but it'll take a really long time for it to mature and then there's no promise. You could get the yield of the sap. So the way the farmer gets the sap out of the trees. You make these small incisions on the tree, these cuts, and the tree heals itself that way. That's so interesting. Uh, And what people forget is nowadays we need to take supplements, right? mm -hmm. Whether it be vitamin D, fish oil, um, magnesium. And it's like, well, why are we taking so many supplements? All of the supplements, all the minerals used to be in our soil and then they stripped them. But this soil seems to still be very rich and why... Yeah, you can try to plant this tree somewhere else, but you're not going to get the same results. That's a great point. Yeah, that it makes me think about, you know, over farming and mm-hmm. things of that nature. And thankfully, the, the Greeks are super proud of mm-hmm. this. They've cultivated it for several thousands of years and they know when to take a break, when to leave a plot alone for a yeah. few years. Um, and also reminds me, you know, in Israel, farmers every seven years, going back to biblical times, will leave, you know, leave crops alone in the field and mm-hmm. let a field recover on the seventh year. So the Greeks also have that appreciation for richness of soil. And I think too, the fact that the tree can heal itself is like a testament to it is healthy, right? Because yeah. think about our bodies. We should be able to heal, heal ourselves right. if we get the right nutrients, the right minerals, and the list goes on. Right. So mastic gum. Mm-hmm. Brief overview, and then we'll dive in. How sure. is it different than the normal gum you'll find on the shopping counters? It's very different. And I'm impressed by the Greeks with how many different uses they mm-hmm. can come up with for the resin. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the resin, or another word for resin is, you know, another word for the sap is resin. When it dries, you know, it falls to the ground and it's in its most natural form and only needs to be cleaned by water. But the Greeks will use it in skincare. They'll crush it up as a powder to bake. They'll make a liquor out of it. Um, 
And so it, it is chemically extremely different. Mm-hmm. There's no additives. We add nothing to it. Um, we just believe it's, you know, to use the phrase, it's nature's chewing gum. It yeah. doesn't need anything else. Um, to the Western palate, someone mm-hmm. might chew it at first and think, oh, it's bitter because it is a little bit bitter yeah. at first, but bitter can be a really good thing. You know, it's not going to taste like your five gums or any of these right. sugar laden gums. Uh, it's It's got a very natural, earthy, piney flavor. Mm-hmm. It's used as a palate cleanser by mm-hmm. the Greeks. Um, it just has so many benefits. I could talk about, you know, the experience of it, but you're really chewing this for the benefits. This mm-hmm. isn't going to be something that's on, you know, gas station shelves. Right, right. This yeah. is, you know, a, a different product. And I think the way that we were intended to chew gum. And so talk about some of the benefits. Cause mm-hmm. I know you said GI, digestive, because a lot of people should take digestive bitters before eating, yeah. right? It helps our stomach acid. So let's go through, and especially because, you said it can be in so many different products. So mm-hmm. I want to kind of, how can it be different products and how can it help us? Right. Well, I have a really close family friend mm-hmm. in, in Athens. I kind of call them our, my Greek family. Yeah. And, um, the mother there, she is, she teaches cooking at a local school and yeah. she was telling me about all these cakes she could mm-hmm. bake with the mastic powder. And so that was what sparked some of my interest when I visited there. And what does it take the place of? Like, would it just be like normal flour here? Right, right. Yeah, it, it's... It's extremely um, diverse. You can use it for so many different yeah. things. And the Greeks, you know, back then we didn't have modern and industrial manufacturing. You had right. to be creative. Yeah. So they were. And that's the thing, what, kind of what you talked about earlier, like how, you know, Israel and Greece and many other countries still farm. Mm-hmm. Like we forget that industrial revolution in America really changed everything for mm-hmm. us. We just keep, like, take it as normal, but that's not normal. Like the nine to five work day, you know, things like that, mm-hmm. how our food is processed now. And if you look at like the health of countries, kind of says a lot. What, what's crazy is that an 85% of gum on the shelves today, aspartame is in 85% of gum. And then when you look at what happens when your body metabolizes aspartame, it turns it into one of two chemical compounds, mm-hmm. either methanol or titanium dioxide. These are both literally poison mm-hmm. used as antifreeze or engine lubricant. It's it's insane that here in the West, we allow our people to consume these, you know, in other better regulated societies, these wouldn't be an option. Exactly. And that's what people, I don't think people realize is, you know, when someone's asked like, oh, is X FDA approved? Well, look at the FDA approved list, Mm -hmm. all these chemicals, all these additives, all these dyes that aren't allowed in other countries. So like I always say, look at say a soda in Europe compared Mm -hmm. to a soda here, it's still soda and I wouldn't recommend drinking it, but there's no additives, there's no chemicals and there's sugar. And if someone's chewing gum every day, those chemicals are just adding and adding and adding. Mm -hmm. And as a society, we should be getting healthier and we're getting so much sicker. These autoimmune issues, the Mm -hmm. cancer rates, right? That didn't exist 20, 30, 40 years ago. And it's like, well, what's causing that? And of course there's many factors, but nutrition and what we're giving to our body is so, so key to this. Very. And you might wonder how gum factors into that because you you don't swallow gum, but when your saliva interacts with something, it's still going into your gut. And so the good thing about mastic gum is that it's not taking anything bad into your gut and it's bringing good properties down there. Primarily the science is still pretty early, but it shows Mm -hmm. that it is effective in treating H. pylori, which is a bacteria in your gut that can lead to inflammation Mm -hmm. and uh, 
has just caused trouble for for several people in these studies. So that's a, a positive sign early on in, in some of the scientific that's huge. research. I need to be chewing this all the time. As someone <laughs> who takes about 20 supplements a day just for my gut, mm. maybe I need to start chewing this. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about gut health. I think it's a very common topic. And I think especially we can't like talk about it enough how dangerous an aspartame is and it causes so many issues. Mm. Um, and especially it's hidden because why would you, everyone knows it's in Diet Coke, right? Right. But you don't think it's in gum. Um, so let's talk about the gut, the GI yeah. um, benefits of this. Yeah, it increases, it's, it mainly increases the diversity of the microbiomes in your gut. So you want to, that's what happens when you go to a, a different country and you try mm -hmm. new food or new water. Sometimes it's too much at, at one time mm -hmm. and that causes you to react because we have these very watered down Western guts and diets. And, you know, if you're living in, in a Greek island in the Mediterranean or trying things from different islands and you've got a very healthy gut. Right. So diversity is important. If you're consuming food from the same five big food companies mm -hmm. that use the same chemicals because they have contracts with these large chemical companies who are subsidized by the government, you are being fed the same pipeline of chemical sludge. Exactly. So I think at a bare minimum, you know, you might try this, you might hate the taste and yeah. might, might, that might be it for you. Yeah. But at the bare minimum, it's a healthy way to diversify your gut microbiomes. That's amazing. And yeah, I love that you said that. You know, there's five companies literally in the world who owned basically all the companies. And it's between our chemicals, our food supply, our beauty products, which we're ingesting or putting on our skin. So mm. I think it's really like we're so big on education. We're just like, just do your research. I think, you know, social media, Google can get a bad rap, which there's many negatives, but there's a lot of positives that you can just do a little research. And once you start seeing different things, you're connecting the story of, why are we getting sicker? The ingredients and food, and it kind of it makes sense. Well, just like you guys are, you know, using BHRT to reduce the kind of the, the degenerative side effects of aging. Mm -hmm. We're not, you know, with the benefits of Apollo, we're not immune to the general course of life, right? right. We know that people are going to age, and you know, you may get wrinkles, and uh, hopefully not, to, right? Hopefully not. Yeah. You know, but if we think if you chew this gum, it'll just naturally help you know, delay that a little bit. Um, there's a phrase, if you don't use it, you lose it. And yeah. so chewing, chewing mastic gum really helps the master muscle and just increases the, the tonality of your face. Cause we don't think about it, but you know, the, the muscles on our face need to work out as well. Exactly. And so when you think about muscles that you want to lift, maybe someone wants to do legs or do upper body, right. the face is the last thing that people think of. Mm -hmm. Or they just think about injections, right? Right. And not really fixing the root cause because yes, yeah, like aging is going to happen and it's amazing to age, right? Because the alternative is not good. But when we think of being sick, aging, mm. that's because aging can be a disease, right? So how can we be preventative um, and give our bodies the best tools to keep, you know, aging, I say gracefully, right? Like I want to be the 75 year old lady that's still hiking. Like I was in Switzerland last summer and it is incredible. There's 80, mm. 90 year old women and men hiking. Yeah. And I'm just like, yes, because like you said, you have to keep using your body and fueling it properly. Absolutely. So let's talk about your face muscles. And I mm -hmm. guess it's like all the rage on TikTok these days about a jaw. I don't have TikTok. I'm too old <laughs> for TikTok. So you need to, you know, keep like, let me know, speed it up for me. Yeah. What's going on with TikTok? And then really talk about like, the actual benefits of the, your facial muscles. I also am not on TikTok. Okay, so good, good. Okay, we have that. I, I, I'm not going to be handling that side of the business for yeah, us, but yeah. I, I'm aware of the trends. Yeah. But I, I read the other day that um, some think the masseter muscle is 
pound for pound the strongest muscle in your face or in your body, excuse me. Yeah. Which is super interesting. And so um, think about what it's used for, right? Exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, people say that, you know, mastic gum can be sort of a additional solution to the practice of mewing, which is just keeping your tongue on the mouth of your, uh, the roof of your mouth. Yes. And so if you, if in the West, and this goes to say for me, I'm, I'm working on changing this, but our resting tongue postures in the yeah. bottom of our mouth. Yeah. And so if you start to rest the tongue on the top of your mouth, you'll notice your face change slightly. And as you know, with habits, they compound over time. Right. If you keep doing it, you're going to notice results over time. And, and that's the thing too. This is not a cheap, quick and easy fix. Um, it's going to take consistency, chewing a little bit every right. day. And over a few months, you'll notice a natural difference. This is not plastic yeah. surgery yeah. Or, or things yeah. like that. Nature. I don't think anything that's a quick fix is a good thing. Right. So yeah. And so, yeah, it's funny about the whole tongue thing. So mm-hmm. I have really bad TMJ. So mm-hmm. does one of my sisters. And she was at the doctor a few months ago and they were talking about the tongue position. And I was like, I've never thought about that. Right. So now whenever I'm just like, sitting because like I clench my jaw. I'm mm. just like, wait, where's my tongue? You know? I have TMJ as well. The, the, you know, the little clicking when you yeah. open and close your mouth and for yep. big bites. So for me, you know, when I would have a, a raw steak and, yeah. and chew that, that would be a big deal. It put some stress on, on yep. your jaw and, you know, on your mouth and your tongue. But I think since I started chewing this about two years ago, a little bit every day has helped me or every other day. Wow. It's like if you wanted to... I don't know if you wanted to fix a leg in your muscle that you haven't used in a while. Maybe you had a desk job. You right. start by walking and you jog mm-hmm. a little bit and then you can go to running as necessary. So it's so interesting because like one of the original reasons before I really knew about all the chemicals in gum, like I stopped chewing gum because of my jaw and I thought mm. it would like mess it up more. And so you're saying it actually helps heal your TMJ. Yeah. Just going at your, you know, your own pace, yeah. self-pacing. Um, I've found that when I chew in the afternoons before a big meal, yeah. that it, it helps in digestion because of the, the properties of increasing your gut microbiome. And then as well, just from the mechanical part of using your jaw to chew things up better. Um, and also not to mention the Western lifestyle is extremely rushed. Yeah. We eat too fast. Yeah. We don't chew. You know, We don't take times on our meals. So that's been a, a huge revelation for me is that you need to take time with these things. One of my friends was having stomach issues and one of the main things, I'm like, you literally eat in four minutes. Like Mm. you can't do that. Um, And so we are so rushed. But again, like that's what we're used to. Like I'm a very fast person, so I get that. But eating, I eat so slow. Um, But it's just, I think because anything that's common or normal, we just think is, is the way we should do it. But really it's like, that's not the way we should do it, right? Well, in your in your travels, because you're traveling a lot with Optimal Bio, I know you guys are growing. And what have you picked up on different cultures, things they do well, maybe even different subcultures in the U.S. where they maybe do things a little slower and don't prioritize, you know, gain or saving five minutes of time, but they do things the right way, the slow way. That's a good question because I would not. I don't know when I've been slow when I'm traveling. Yeah, I would say. Maybe Charleston. Mm. Like Charleston, you can go out on a Monday, go to dinner, and it, the restaurant's so filled. Mm. And I think so they really like prioritize community and like getting like to know your neighbors, your friends. So I would say Charleston is very much, I see that. 
also um, Charlottesville, Virginia. Mm. If I, because I travel during the week. And so if I'm out to dinner on a Monday, I always think if I was at home, I wouldn't be at dinner, right? Right, right. Um, So I think it's interesting. And I go to um, pretty much the same restaurants. And I I feel like, you know, you know your bartender, like a restaurant in Charlottesville, I got the bartender a bottle of wine for Christmas because I saw him all the time. Um, So I would say those two, but that's interesting to think about. We are um, thinking of opening in Austin because when I'm there, there's such focus on wellness and going back to that preventative healthcare Mm. and not just the traditional medicine really caught my eye with, um, with why optimal bio should be there. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. You say that we just moved to Austin as well. That's that's where we are based out of now. And the the mission of the, of the company with Apollo is to inspire a renaissance of health, wellness, and beauty. I love that. So you might wonder, you know, how, how yeah. can we start doing that with gum? Yeah. It's just a small start to what I think is a huge, a huge journey, uh, you know, a mission we have that let's, let's really look at what habits people did in, in these Greco-Roman eras or in these different communities where things were a little slower yep. and you appreciate time because it takes a year to, to cultivate this gum. And um, you only see a little bit of it, you know, in your hand, if you're a farmer coming from a tree and you mm-hmm. spend all this time, cleaning the tree and pruning it. And um, it, it feels like a, you know, a, a small reward, but they value this very much. And so that aligns well with our mission of what we want to inspire kind of a, a renaissance here in the West. And I really feel like it's happening little by little. I think that's one of the silver linings of the past few years. People are kind of getting back to, wait, what makes sense with wellness? Not just what we're being told. And right. It's little by little, right? It's just like, okay, add the gum, add walking. And then what does that mean for you? And I think that's people miss it. It's like the journey and the process is the fun part, right? You're going to have peaks, valleys, but how do you just add and like build upon it and not just be like, okay, I'm going to go not eat sugar for the rest of my life. It's like, okay, let's make this a lifestyle. And I think people forget or don't fully realize because they may feel just like, whatever, like any day, like your health is a foundation for like your personal life, your professional life. Like if you don't have your health, how are you going to build upon and grow in different areas? Absolutely. And one thing I noticed that was super unique in Greece is that every, every fall when they harvest the gum, 90 year old women yeah. will come back from their different towns in Greece. Maybe yeah. they moved to Athens or another island. They'll come back to Hios with the women they grew up with mm-hmm. and they'll harvest together and they'll share stories. Yeah. You know, some of them have been harvesting mastic for, you know, 87, 88 yeah. years since they were little incredible. girls. And like they're the blue zone, right? People in that area live forever and ever. And you look at community, mm-hmm. they're gut, you know, microbiome, their food, um, just how they move their bodies, right? Right. I think a big talk too about like, say women's health specifically right now is like your cycle and how you work out and how you fast to it. Mm. And it's a huge part about slowing down, which is like a very, very interesting concept. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. They work hard in the morning, take a nice two, three hour lunch, work hard again in the afternoon and then have a nice glass of wine and they're walking up and down Exactly. Yeah, like that's why like fasting is like such a huge thing, so so important. But like that's how everyone used to eat. They mm-hmm. used to fast, right? They used to eat breakfast, work in the field, eat dinner, you know, go to bed, and there was our fast. It wasn't how we were taught to eat, right? Um, which has so many so many negative impacts, right? Exactly, and then they didn't have blue light screens either, affecting things, you know, chemically, you know, in their bodies. They rose and and went to bed with the sun. Yeah. 
And so, it, you know, it's been fun for me to go to Greece and yeah. see the rhythms of these mastic farmers. And, um, and I feel like I need to come on a business trip with you. Yeah, you oh, get, sure. yeah. yeah, absolutely. So let's go back to the harvesting. Mm-hmm. So from harvesting to your product, like mm-hmm. what does that cycle look like? For sure. We, we take extreme care Mm -hmm. to preserve the quality and Mm -hmm. most of what's involved with that is temperature control and so we are really being cautious with when we would pack an order from when we get you know that transaction that goes through in our store Mm -hmm. from when we pack and send it um because you know if it gets warm it'll clump together and that's not irreversible damage there but you just need to cool it back down but a way you can tell what's good mastic and what's bad is if it's white and kind of soft. The okay. nickname for, this, for mastic is white gold because oh, it's so rare and yeah. hard to cultivate. Um, that this island was, you know, invaded and changed hands from empire to mm-hmm. empire, whether it was the Turks or the Greeks or the Romans. So it's really hard to make, but it's very valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on our end, we really take care in that and preserving mm-hmm. the quality. Um, there are other, you know, areas, origins that will claim they make mastic gum. Mm-hmm. But unless unless it's from Hios, Greece, where uh-huh. we get ours, it's not it's not legit. Yeah. It's probably laced with other sap right. or older and yellow and yeah. you know brittle. Right, right, right. And so, do you like work with certain farmers there, or what's that process? Yeah. So the the Hios Master Growers Association is the co op there that okay. works with the farmers, yeah. and if it's not coming from them, then it's not legit. Okay. So if, you're, if you know you're looking at Master Gum for the first time yeah. and you want to go on Amazon, you're going to see a lot of fraudulent. Yeah. A lot of fraudulent suppliers on there. So while I would like to plug us as yeah. an option. Um, if you're going to buy from from anywhere as a source, Heos Grease is the place it's to be. Place. Yeah, I would say number one, do not buy any supplements, beauty products, gum on a on Amazon because there's no right. regulations. Yeah, absolutely. It's you know, as a business side, it's a it's certainly an option that's attractive to people and they mm-hmm. can't turn it down. But that's one reason we're not on Amazon is we yeah. want to control our brand. Yeah. And so um, we feel that's the best way to do so. And we don't want to just bend bend the knee there. We want to control the brand. Absolutely not because you care. Like you're a mission-driven company, right? Mm -hmm. And so you're creating this for a reason and you can't just then, oh, you know, take that away. And then without the control, it can turn into so many negative things and take away from, you know, what you guys are building now. Right, exactly. This is so mission-driven. You know, we're, we're not doing this for the money. This felt like something I had to do. Yeah. I've been telling so many of my friends and family about this. Yeah. And it's such a prevalent product for me. I have, you know, asthma and issues with my airways, a deviated septum. Yeah. And so when you look at how connected all of that is... Right. And how the Western diet has kind of failed me to start. Mm -hmm. That's when a few years ago, I started radically changing my life. And this was a a small part of that. Yeah, I think people like forget our body works together, right? And so Mm -hmm. especially your mouth is connected to your gut, your heart, your brain, your sinuses. Um, And so, you know what, since you started chewing this gum, what would you say the top three benefits that you've noticed for yourself? Great point. Um, Well... Aesthetic is one that might attract people yeah. to the gum. I've yeah. noticed my jawline get a little bit yeah. more robust. Yeah. But I would say the best parts are the, are the health benefits. Yeah. Um, just being able to, you know, know that I, I'm expanding my airways. I am helping my tongue posture yeah. out. I'm kind of returning, returning the shape of my mouth to what folks a couple hundred mm-hmm. years ago, pre-industrial revolution had right. with eating a little bit more raw fruits and yep. vegetables, meats. If you look at the teeth of 
aboriginals mm-hmm. or people on you know, remote islands, they're perfect. Right. They don't need braces. Yeah. And so that that's a modern problem. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. You yeah. never see old pictures with crooked teeth. No, you don't. And and you know, that's one thing is we can be arrogant in our innovation sometimes because modern solutions often create more problems that we right. have to solve. And that's what I think the industrial revolution did. It was great in many ways, but now that we have the ability to think critically about that, we should. A hundred percent. And, you know, you kind of mentioned it might be bitter. So like, let's say like, this is your first time yeah. chewing the gum. Like what should be our expectations and how should we add it so that we're not like, oh, it's bitter. I don't want it. Yeah. Like how we can keep it a lifestyle thing for us. Great question. So if you have ever, you know, been to the Mediterranean or if you, even if you haven't, you know that there are certain foods or drinks with bitter flavors. Mm-hmm. One that's popular in Italy is the Campari Spritz. It's a yeah. popular yes. cocktail. Um, and it's got this Campari syrup. Campari is, is, is bitter. Mm-hmm. I would expect a bitter start. Okay. First five to 10 seconds. Yeah. And once you chew the gum up, because it's this hard resin, it looks mm-hmm. like rocks, but it's not hard. It's not going to damage your teeth. Once you chew it up, mm-hmm. then it's into a normal kind of bolus of gum after that. So the texture will be like gum, okay. but it's not like gum in the fact that you can keep chewing it. It's right. resistant for a mm-hmm. while. So you, if you put a, you know, a store-bought cheap chemical gum yeah. in, it's gonna be, you're going to be uninterested after 15 minutes right. and you're yeah. going to throw it out. Yeah. And part of that is, quite frankly, a, a business play by them. They don't yeah. want it to be lasting. Right. So the, a tin of, of gum with us can last you, you know, a month, month and a half yeah. if you're chewing every day. And so put, a, put one or two pieces in, expect a bitter start. Okay. And then throughout, it's going to have a smooth, refreshing, mm-hmm. kind of piney, mm-hmm. earthy flavor. Um, so you could use it as a quick palate cleanser. Yeah before or after a meal. Yeah. Or, you know, you can use it as something to chew for a couple hours if you want those extended benefits. But it's definitely an, an acquired taste because yeah. in the West, we aren't used to it. Right. And that's the thing. So, you know, one, because I should take digestive bitters before I eat and I always forget because I'm taking other supplements. So just having this like pop in real quick, it seems like it was such a great idea because like we cannot harp on enough how important digestion is. Uh, for nutrients, how you feel, right? But also talk about our taste buds. Mm. We're so used to so much sugar, so many additive things. And so once you start removing those out of your diet, if you eat like something super sweet, like, you don't want it anymore, no, right? Absolutely. I, it's been, it's nice to train your body. Yes. Your body is so amazing. It, is. it will mostly take care of itself. Yep. And if you train it to not want those fake chemical foods, exactly. You, once you have them again, yeah. your body just rejects. Right. And, you know, having a, how, once you have a fresh salad, maybe this is just a me thing. If yep. you have a fresh salad in the Mediterranean, yeah. it's almost like dessert. When you get sweet vegetables mm-hmm. in there, maybe a fresh seasonal fruit, that's as nature intended. There's a reason, you know, pre industrial revolution, kids would get clementines or oranges or apples yeah. in their stockings because that's, that is nature's sweet. And if people want to be honest, they don't feel good eating bad food. Like I don't eat gluten anymore. And so people are like, oh, do you miss X? And I'm like, no, like I felt so sick. So like, Mm. why do you want to feel bad, right? So I think just training our mind, like what this Apollo gum is supposed to be, right? And just understanding the benefits. If I understand a why, like I'm all in. And I think that's helpful. So it's not like you can't eat X. It's like you should eat why? Because it's going to help you. You're going to feel better, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. And, and, and in my day job, visiting, you know, agricultural manufacturing yeah. sites, you see how things are made. Yeah. And I've, I would assume that the average person who chews, you know, a, a large brand's gum, 
if they saw how it was made, that'd be the last time they ever yeah. used it. It looks like you go to a place and they're manufacturing oil or just mass, you know, epoxy or just yeah. these chemicals that are warm. And it just, it looks like it should not be consumed by humans. Right. And it is. And it is. Are these like horses hooves and gum or something? I'm not sure about that. I, I, I hope not. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely not ours. Yeah, no, absolutely not. We know not yours. Yours is from a tree. Um, And so when you, like, when the farmers, back to the farmers, I'm just like, so, like, I love a process. And so that's why I'm so curious. So if you, like, have an order, how do you know, like, when you can actually fulfill that order? Because I'm assuming you want to be in Whole Foods, Air One, you know, in the future. Yeah, great point. We try and, and really forecast well when we think, you know, orders may go up right. or things may slow down. Mm-hmm. We work closely with the association over in Hios yeah. to know when to place an order. Mm-hmm. So, you know, business has been good and we were just in conversation with them and they said, you know, maybe yeah. wait a little bit for it to cool down so we can ship you something quickly and okay. the transit time will be fast. Okay. So um, we just work closely with them in that. And sometimes that may take, you know, longer from when you may order to when mm-hmm. they get to your mm-hmm. door, but it's done with care in mind. Right. Um, and these farmers are so impressive just with how they, cause I've been there multiple times in yeah. the year and just with how they treat their groves and, um, it's really hard work. It's literally backbreaking work. They're right. not in a combine or right. a tractor using tools. They have a bucket. Um, they have a rake, a hoe, a, a brush to brush out yeah. all the farm material under the tree. And they are on their hands and knees bent over in yeah. the hot Greek sun, Yeah, really taking care of these trees. Yeah. So that's why, you know, this is a premium product is, it's an extremely difficult process, but the result is something so beautiful that they call it white gold. And there's so much science to how you prepare your food. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, yes. And so, because then it affects your body differently. And I, that's why you should definitely, you know, say cook at home more than a restaurant. I need to listen to that advice. But <laughs> not even from the, obviously the oils are using, what have you, but just how the food is prepared impacts your body differently, which I think is incredible. And this just shows that like the care that is being created directly impacts how it's going to affect our body. Absolutely. I, I lived in Mexico for a bit before and we walk out in our backyard, grab a lime off yeah. the tree and use that, you know, in our, our tacos or just to make lime juice. Yeah. And that was so satisfying. Right much more satisfying than going to a store. And I think you're right. There are people and brands trying to go back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a cool brand in Austin called Ziki, Z-I-K-I. And they use no seed oils in their cooking. It's Greek and Mexican fusion, which are two of my most favorite foods. And so, yeah. And and they... There are about some of the similar values. That yeah, we've been discussing. that's the thing about Austin. There's so many restaurants that don't do any seed oils, and you can just get whatever on the menu, which I love. And you know, like I had, I was at one restaurant there, um, True Food, I think. Yeah, and they had this like healthy key lime pie. I love key lime. It was the best <laughs> thing ever. I didn't feel sick after. Yeah. I was like, this is this is heaven. I'm like, I need to move to Austin immediately. Mm. Yeah, it's probably, probably the reason I went. I was excited about the food options yeah. as well. And um, it's it's a unique culture where a lot of, like I said, a lot of fusion happens. And yeah. that's one of the reasons why we moved down there as well, because we don't want to miss out on what's going on down there. No, I love that. That's why Optimobile will be, hopefully uh, be there soon as well. Yeah. So let's kind of switch to Apollo Gum. I love talking about business. I love talking to founders. So when did you officially launch or have you officially launched? Mm-hmm. We officially launched June 29th. Okay. 
Uh, it's been it's been exciting. Yeah, you know, seeing the reviews, everything's been great so far. And you know, there's always going to be consumers that just want to have their their gum off the shelves, always. and that's fine. Um, but so far, those who have, who have tried it have loved it. Yeah, and have been asking great questions. And so, you know, to to last, we will need to be a viable business. Mm-hmm. I'm taking that very seriously, but we're mission mission driven, yep. customer first. And so, if you ever have any questions, you know, that want to reach out directly. Yeah. We're, we're active on site, on social media and, and on our website as well. So so not every customer is going to like you, right? And I think that's such an important reminder in life, but especially business, you have to be intentional of what you're doing, who you want to buy your product. Of course, you want everyone. But if you're everyone to everyone, what are you going to do, right? Right. And we are a premium product. And we can say confidently, you know, and this is stamped by the Heos Master Growers Association that we buy the best mastic gum on earth. You cannot get a better grade or a better cut than the kind we buy. You know, as with other goods or commodities, there are certain cuts and grades and, and we buy the best kind and you're going to get nothing but the best from us. We're not going to compromise on that. Um, you know, of course there's competition and that's good. That's good for the industry. I don't want to be a company that sets out to have hundred percent market share, but I want to deliver the best value to our customers and, and we're confident we're doing that. Competition's good. It makes you better, right? Right. And like you said, because you want to be intentional, you have your standards. And if you want to try to be everything, then you're not going to be anything. So tell me, how are you different than other companies out there? Right. Well, we, we pride ourselves on having the best customer service. Mm-hmm. So we're going to answer you very fast. If you have a question about the product or you want to learn, you know, maybe how to use it differently. And like I said, we, we buy the best stuff on the market. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get a, a laced product for us. You're not going to get short sold on weight. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring the best to the table every time. And we're confident in that. And we want to build a, a unique brand where we educate you on all the benefits because we're also continuing to learn. Like right. I said, it's, it's a very early time to be chewing mastic in the West because our Western research is, is new. And so it's exciting. We want to educate you through that. We want to educate you through humor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. This is a, a hardened sap gum you chew and it's non-traditional and, you know, it's going to change how you look and there's jokes and memes to make about that. Yeah. So we want to be a brand that's fun to interact with. And you said, you mentioned earlier about the like case studies that you were doing. Is that your company that's doing it or like the farmers that are doing it to see the benefits of the mastic gum? Yeah. So there's research in Europe because it's, this is a protected product in Europe. Okay. So it's been designated as a protected product to get additional funding for research and protection. Um, so they take it very seriously over there and th- they're executing those studies. Um, I think over time, you know, the, one of the most common questions we've had is, can you add flavor? Yeah. Well, you know, maybe down the line, but that would be something we would get into. But right now we just want to do natural mastic gum mm-hmm. the best. Yep. Um, and, you know, it has its own unique flavor. It doesn't need flavor added. Maybe down the line, someone would right. like a mint or a natural lemon. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, this is the, this is, we think the best form of gum right now, nature's chewing gum that, that we're working with. So we don't see a need to fix it. And being intentional, I think, is the key to success, right? To have mm-hmm. that discipline, to have that structure. So that's exciting. Um, so tell me, like, what does it look like for the next next year, next six months for Apollo Gum? Right. We, you know, we don't have any crazy expectations. Yeah. We just want to service 
our customers better than anyone else. Mm -hmm. We want them, if they're new to Masticum or trying it out and they take the leap of faith and they make that purchase, we want them to be really happy Mm -hmm. with our product. And then two, if they choose to get started on the journey of committing to using this consistently Mm -hmm. and experiencing those long-term benefits, we want to be alongside them in that. We want to encourage them to be consistent. We want to encourage discipline when you may feel like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, so we really are mission driven and we want to be in the journey with our customer. It's not about money. It's not about the business side for us. Yes, it requires that to last, but this all was born out of, you know, a community of like-minded people who want to have that renaissance of Mm -hmm. health, wellness, and beauty. And so we're on a mission with that. And, um, we just want to partner with some people who feel the same way. I love that. Your focus on science, right? Your mm-hmm. focus on wellness and being intentional with that and the education, I think is huge. It's like, hey, this is what we do. This is why we can answer your questions and then we can go from there. So if anyone can, wants to learn more about Apollo gum or order your gum, because you've convinced me I'm going to choose them <laughs> on my way to the airport, uh, where can we find you? Sure. We're at ApolloGum.com mm-hmm. and on our socials, we're as Apollo Gum Co. So you can find us there. Like I said, we're very quick to respond. We want to develop a relationship with all of our customers. And so if you have any questions or want to ask anything or get to know us, we're, we're extremely active there. So yeah. don't feel afraid to reach out. I love that. I can't wait to be walking down Whole Foods and see your gum there. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. So thank you so much for joining. This was awesome. And talk to you soon. Thank you, Tyler. It was awesome. Thank you. This has been a production of Optimal Bio. Optimal Bio is CEO Tyler Brannon, podcast host and partner Jim Baker, medical director Greg Brannon, production assistance by Core Media, Beth Grabencourt, administrator, Kevin Duthu, executive producer. The podcast can be found on our website, optimalbio.com, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Our theme song is Sunwave by Paradiso, provided by Epidemic Sound.